Hi, it's Jeff, host of the podcast. My latest author interview will be up in just one moment. I'm not going to ask you to buy anything. I'm not going to ask you to go and review the podcast. What I am going to do is take just one brief moment and ask you to recommend the podcast to just one friend. If you're a writer or if you're someone who just loves books and you love this podcast and the interviews that I do, all that I ask is that you recommend the podcast to just one friend. Thanks a lot. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is best-selling writer Candace Proctor, who writes the Sebastian St. Cyr mystery series under the pen name C.S. Harris. Her latest St. Cyr mystery is When Blood Lies. Best-selling writer Lisa Gardner has said about Candace, best historical thriller writer in the business. Candace, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your new novel, When Blood Lies, how would you describe the novel? Well, this this one's a little different um, from the other uh, books in the series. This is number 17 now. Uh, but in this book, Sebastian goes to Paris because he has been for quite a while now looking for his mother. And she was in, he discovered she was in France and he hadn't been able to um, contact her because of the Napoleonic War. But at this point, which is the, the book starts in March of 1815, he goes to Paris to try to find his mother. And of course, this is the spring of 1815 when uh, Napoleon is going to escape from Alba and come back. So that kind of forms the background to uh, Sebastian's search for his mother. And I'm not giving anything away to say that he finds her dying and she's been uh, murdered. Uh, and so that becomes the the mystery that he needs to solve against the background of Napoleon coming back. And I'm curious, do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write When Blood Lies? Hmm. Well, I always knew that he was, uh, that this was going to be, that he was going to find his mother um, dying and have to solve the mystery of her death. And I liked the idea of setting it against the background of Napoleon's return because it really ups the stake and provides a kind of a ticking clock. But I don't remember the exact, you know, aha moment. <laughs> I thought, oh, I can join these things together. That's great. Well, what was your initial writing journey that led you to write and get your first Sebastian St. Cyr mystery novel published? Well, I actually started out writing historical mysteries. Um, I mean, historical romances, sorry. Um, I'm a historian by by training. I have a PhD in, in uh, 18th and 19th century European history as my specialty. And so I've always loved history. And I was writing historical romances back in the 90s when they were um, a lot darker and uh, in a lot of ways, a lot more realistic than than um, what happened was that the, the genre kind of shifted to lighter books. And I realized that I was kind of out of sync with where the genre was going. So I, I decided to switch to writing mysteries. And I had a bunch of ideas <laughs> for a different series. Well, not a bunch, but maybe three altogether that I was developing in my head. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, my area of specialty is, is the French Revolution and the Napoleonic period in France. And so at one point, I kind of toyed with the idea 
of setting a mystery series in Paris at that time, but it was a really brutal, depressing time. And I thought if I'm going to be writing uh, this series, you have to really get into the the emotions and the mindset of your characters. And I thought that's just going to be a very dark place to be living my life for years. So I decided to move, to go across the channel and, and set it, set the series in the same period, um, but set it in, in Britain where, where life was not quite so grim as what was going on across the channel. <laughs> well, when you wrote that first novel, did you ever think you'd be writing and, and getting the 17th novel in the series published? No, never, never at all. I, I did have a series in mind and I did have this, this personal story arc that I wanted to explore, but I, I, you know, I was thinking six, eight books, which is really shows you how clueless I was about how long it was going to take, because I still have things that I originally had planned for this per, personal story arc that I haven't gotten to. And I'm, I've finished the 18th now it's coming out next year. So so yeah, no, I had no idea it was going to go on forever like this. Well, well, I'm curious when you're writing um, a series like this that's now, as you said, you've you we're talking about the 17th book, which is out now, and you said you finished the 18th and it'll be published next year. Do you do you plan it all ahead? Do you do you make notes to yourself, or do you just come to each novel kind of in and of itself? I I do plan ahead. Um, to the extent that I look, I look at the historical events, and and then I have different story ideas that I I see okay try to match up, or sometimes mm-hmm. the story ideas come out of the historical events. Um, so that was probably I think that was true probably more up through this book, the seventeenth one. Um, I don't have it planned quite as as meticulously from here on out. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I am a kind of person who I'm a bit OCD. I like to plan things and I like to know what's happening so that I can control things or think I can control them <laughs> at any rate. It's an illusion, but it's still comforting. Well, well, what is your writing process when you're working on a novel? Are you someone who outlines the novel extensively before you sit down and begin writing? I do. Yes. When I first started writing, I didn't, I had an idea and I sat down and I started writing, uh, flying by the seat of your pants is what, what writers call it. And as a result, I, I wrote myself into some dead ends that I had to backtrack and had to do a lot of revisions. And so as, as I wrote more books, I started potting more to the point that now I, um, I write, a very meticulous outline that is where I outline every single scene, type it up. I have the the scenes written down on three by five note cards and I shuffle them around on the dining room table till I like the, the sequence that they're in. And then I start writing, but I am not bound by, by that outline uh, because sometimes, you know, that the outlining brainstorming process takes me, Usually a month and a half to two months, and then I start writing. But, you know, over the course of the next 10 months while I'm writing it, I get other ideas. So if I come up with something I think is going to work better, I will I will um, modify what I'm doing. Sometimes I see in the process, writing process that that when I actually get, get into a scene, that, that it won't work for reasons that I didn't 
see when I was just looking at it from, from a distance. Uh, and one time I even changed the murder halfway through the book because I decided I liked person <laughs> that I had picked as the killer. And so I didn't want them to die at the end. So it was just really silly because they're not real. Right. But so I changed who the murderer was. <laughs> Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's funny. Well, uh, you you said that you have a PhD in this era uh, of history and, and French history. Um, how much research are you doing um, as you're working on a novel? Are you are you going back and refreshing your your memory on on certain events and specifics? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, been in this business a long time, and I don't have the world's best memory, so I go back. <laughs> And research and plus then there with each book, it seems like there's always details of, of life and events that, that I, um, you know, I, I don't know them. I have to research them. I, I think that my background as a historian probably benefits me most in that it gives me a good understanding of the time and the influences and, and the sweep of history. But when it comes to actual individual events, I, I probably have to research them almost as much as anyone would. Sure. Well, you mentioned that you've already written the the 18th uh, novel. Have you started thinking about or working on the 19th? Um, yeah, I have started on it. Um, my life has been really chaotic for the last year or so because our house in, in New Orleans, to the, on the western side of New Orleans, was very badly damaged by Hurricane um, Ida. So I have been dealing with rebuilding that and selling it and packing everything up and moving. So, um, so I'm not as far along on number 19 as I normally would be at this time. Um, I'm not sure my life is ever going to settle down again. <laughs> There's something about, I, you know, I spent most of my life moving around the world and, but then I lived in New Orleans for 20 years. And after 20 years, it's really hard to move again. I keep thinking, how did I do this all those years? <laughs> Well, well, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? Well, you know, I think that that every writer has to find their own 
um, method and and that is something that to keep in mind that you you know to read um, the advice of of people who talk about how to write something, but always take it with a grain of salt because you have to find what works for you. And to, and I think some one of the best ways to for a new writer to perfect their um, their métier is to to read other writers to to read critically. Though take a take an author that you really admire. And sit down with their book and and really look at how they do the things that you like about it. Look at how they do their characters. If that's what you like about their book, if that's what they do well, then study how how they bring their characters to life. Um, if you like the way their book is organized, look at how they've they've plotted it. Um, it's what I did thirty years ago when I first started this. You know, is really study how the people I admired did what I liked and then, then try to, to adapt those techniques to, to create my own product. That's great. Well, what books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Uh, you know, I have been so busy trying to get settled. I haven't read a lot lately. At the moment I'm reading Bernard Cornwell's uh, Agincourt uh, or Agincourt, depending on if you want to say it the French or the British way. Uh, which I have, I have read his sharp books, but I had never read any of his other books. And I'm really enjoying this one. Um, I think he's enjoyed writing it too, in a lot of ways. So that's what I'm reading right now. That's great. The sharp novels are wonderful. I just read another one, a reread one last week. <laughs> yeah, I, I read uh, Sharp's Fury before I started the Egan Corp book. And, uh, and I thought, you know, I've never read any of his other things. And in a lot of ways, I think this one is almost better. Uh, I mean, Sharp's iconic, of course, but sure. um, and maybe because I think writers of series can sometimes get tired. And so it's really good to have that ability to go do something completely different and sure. exercise those muscles and that, that you sometimes just kind of get lazy with. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your latest Sebastian St. Cyr novel, When Blood Lies? Well, I'm on Facebook um, as C.S. Harris and also as Candace Proctor. I have two pages because I set one up and then then Facebook changed and I, I don't know, I messed it up. So I have two, <laughs> but they're virtually the same. Uh, and then I'm, uh, I have a website, csharris.net. Um, and that's probably the best place to look for me. I am on Twitter, but I'm, I'm very vocal and political on Twitter. So I don't tell people to look at me <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> because that's a, that's kind of a separate world from my writing. I'm not political on Facebook. Sure. Well, Again, we've been speaking with Candace Proctor, who writes the best-selling Sebastian St. Cyr Mysteries under the pen name C.S. Harris. Her latest St. Cyr mystery is When Blood Lies. The novel is available now, so go buy a copy. And Candace, thanks for doing this interview. Oh, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. 
At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.